Hey, welcome to Razzle Dazzle, a podcast about video games and pop culture with an emphasis on our favorites. All right, it's Razzle Dazzle time. I'm your host, Jared. I'm Patrick. That's our sound guy, Joe. Glorious purpose. That's our co-host, Giselle. Love is like a dagger. And that's uh. patience out in the background. You want to say something? Yell. No? Scream. Yell. <laughs> Introduce <laughs> yourself. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. So, who wants to uh, get us started about what we're talking about today? We're talking about the bisexual god himself. Mm. Confirmed. Um, and time mm-hmm. travel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although he didn't really time travel by choice. He just kind of was dragged into well, it. Well, I mean, sometimes he did. When he was controlling his own, like, time collar, he would time travel to jump out of places and, you know. Yeah, but that's not his own technology. He's not. That's true. That's, that's Doctor Strange's thing. Yeah. He was just kind of thrown in that world. Talking about Loki, the series that dropped a few months ago. A few months ago. A few ago. weeks oh, ago. Man. A few uh, weeks ago? June. Well, June yeah. 9th, early June. I don't know when you're listening to this. Oh, that's, that's fair. fair. If anything, it's going to be fair. a week or two from us. Or, definitely or not. a year ago. You're not. <laughs> it's somebody. You're right. Yeah, like. Time like, travel. Time travel. You know? You're definitely. Oh, man. <laughs> Think about that. might be a variant. Think about that. You know? All right. Let's go ahead and. S- I'm going to go ahead and get my grapes out of the way. Okay. There's not enough of it. It's way that. too short. It's a very short season, TV only shows, six episodes. Mm-hmm. TV shows, I feel like they should be longer. But I'm okay with that because they packed a lot in those six episodes. They mm. did, Wait. but I also wish they had taken time to like explore some character development a little exactly. bit more. Sure, but I mean, it's like... Well, specifically with Sylvie, you know, like they oh. allude to her backstory and it's like bits and pieces and fragments... Like, her Nexus event isn't really ever fully explained. And I feel like if we had gotten that, if we had lengthened Loki from six to maybe eight episodes or nine, and we had gotten, like, not a full episode dedicated to Sylvie, but one scene dedicated. I thought thought she was a variant because she was born a girl. Mm. I thought that's what it was. that wasn't it. Didn't she have a line that's like, I'm only a variant because I was born or something like that? Wasn't that it? It wasn't because she was a girl. No. It was because... Oh, man. She definitely did something as a child. She wasn't uh, supposed yeah. to exist. Oh, okay. And that's why she was on the run. And also, like, the character relationships between uh, Judge Reinslayer and Owen Wilson, uh, Mobius. Because oh, yeah. mm-hmm. we're suppo- we were told that they were the best of friends, but in the show, mm-hmm. we only get, like, one scene of them drinking together. Yeah. And by the, finale, by the finale, it's supposed to be this big thing that Mobius is, is like, betraying, trying, betraying her, her friend, his friend closest Eons friend. Eons of friendship. Eons of friendship, but it was and only like three minutes on screen. And he me for some Lokis. Yeah, right, like, what well, does an Lokis? Eon of friendship really look like? Yeah. Exactly, you know, we should explore that. I guess we that. still don't know that, because and now it's over. into it much. But, like, I mean, already going, already, like, getting carried away, we were, we're, it's confirmed that there's a season two. Well, yeah. I mean, it's very, it, the way it left off with those characters, I don't By think By the way, gonna... spoilers for Loki. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mega I think spoilers. I think when an episode is labeled Loki, I don't. I think it should already be known that there are spoilers for Loki. Hey, some people are just like, yeah. Th- th- maybe it's gonna be a spoiler-free thing. No, no, we never do anything like that. Are you <laughs> no. crazy? I did. Han Solo dies at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. And besides, what it's set up in the future, it's probably not gonna focus on Mo- Mobius that much. Right. At least what I think they set up for season two. Right, yeah. but you know, I'm no, not I good think at speculation. It, I, oh yeah, 
I think it's gonna be like a story A, story B thing, where it's like story A is Loki and his buddies, and story B is Sylvie and her buddies. But but Loki, Sylvie like, doesn't have buddies. <laughs> she literally says like I have no one, and it's kind of true, kind of sad. Her buddy is herself. But she betrayed <laughs> a variant version of herself. Yeah, it happens. Don't you do that sometimes? You know, you're oh, right. man. that's I like find a my typical Thursday. There's me, myself, and I, and I betray at least two of them every day. <laughs> you know, I don't betray myself a lot, but I do disappoint myself a lot. Yeah, oh, that's so real. <laughs> that's so real. God. All right. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. Uh, do we just want to go like episode by episode, or do we just all want to get our thoughts out of the way? Um, I've got my main like issue. We can go episode by episode okay. if that's what yeah. you well, like. You know what? Since you you started off with that, let's go to Patrick. Oh, okay. Your, your Just thoughts, thoughts overall. Yeah. I really enjoyed the show. I think, I think I, I really like that we now that Disney is doing this thing, HBO as well. We're we're getting TV shows with movie level budget, not to where it's the mm-hmm. same amount of money as a movie, mm-hmm. but to where we have enough money to where the TV show doesn't look like a cheaper movie. Mm. It's just as good, like quality of VFX and all of that. For the most part, is the same. There's some like gimmicky whatever stuff, but for the most part, Loki is beautifully done. Compare Loki to like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Compare Loki to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Compare Loki you know? to uh, S- Supergirl. I think. R- yeah. Right, yeah. Supergirl, like, the, fun, the CW oh my DC gosh. shows. Like <laughs> any CW DC show does not hold a candle to any like Disney Plus yeah, Marvel show. And, that's, and I don't blame mm. it. TV shows have like time constraints yeah. and budget constraints so they don't have a lot to do but Disney's really changing the formula and being like mm-hmm. why do we need this budget and time constraint so like Disney's really popping off with these shows and Loki is in my opinion right now the best of the Marvel ones they got mm-hmm. I would agree I would agree I would say that out of WandaVision Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki I definitely was like constantly like hooked on Loki more than I was onto the other ones mm-hmm. because with WandaVision we we talked about this in the episode where the timing of the season was just like weird because it was really slow and then they jammed everything into the last like three episodes right and with Falcon and the Winter Soldier it was good and it dealt with like real life elements but you kind of like were like is this blurring the line between reality and fantasy a little too much you know and Loki is like here we have what you know and here's what you don't know and we're going to make you question it understand it and what you know is actually what you don't it was just yeah no, <laughs> i followed yep it was just yeah. making you Maybe question you everything you knew about the way that the marvel timeline works especially with um i know that there was a lot of people with a lot of comments after Endgame, you know, like, why did Captain America go back if he changed the timeline by staying with Peggy, Uh you know? Because by him staying in the past, he is altering the timeline. Uh And that's something that we don't really get explained, and it's just kind of vaguely alluded to, where it's like, and the Avengers, oh no, that was meant to happen. So it's like, okay, I guess. But I really like the effects on it. I really liked how they delved into more of the magical Asgardian frost giant aspect of magic. Because we've only really seen Wanda's powers, which originate from the Mind Stone. And we've only ever seen Doctor Strange's powers, which originate from, you know, his spiritual powers as well as the Time Stone. Mm -hmm. So seeing a self-sufficient magic system incorporated with this sci-fi element of the timekeepers and TVA was really cool to watch. Mm-hmm. I don't get why they have sticks. Batons. What's I feel stick? it gives oh, me the, like the prune sticks. It yeah, gives the, me 1950s cops vibes. That's what they're going for, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That isn't that like the whole TVA's vibe in, yeah. in the show just old school kind of retro type stuff but yet super 
advanced. Advanced. It's yeah. the juxtaposition you know, for you. It's kind of like old school vaporwave. If you had taken away the glitch and just added it in orange. Wow. You know what? That's good. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I, I really like how um, franchises or or like worlds or whatever take old school stuff, but yet somehow makes it modern, sci-fi, futuristic, mm-hmm. like uh, like the Guardians in in Zelda, right? Like just. Chica technology in Zelda, oh, for yeah. example, right? Or like mm-hmm. a lot of Final Fantasy stuff, like most, like Final Fantasy VII, the entire Midgar itself, compared to the rest of the world, you know. And here, the TVA, all this and that, like it's a, it's freaking the Time Variance Authority, right? So it's outside of time, and it regulates all of it, but yet it's still kind of old school. Yeah. So, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, it also fits in a show that is a weird blend of fantasy and sci-fi. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like okay. it like it fits because it's just like a blend of fantasy and sci-fi, so where does most of our story take place? In this kind of real place mm-hmm. where everything there is basically real except for all the time travel stuff, but like mm-hmm. offices, <laughs> cubicles, cubicles. Yeah. Like that's all real stuff that you wouldn't expect in a high skill sci-fi place. So yeah. it kind of like grounds like the it. the furniture so. and stuff. And yeah. the way that they organize their files. They oh have yeah, I was just about to bring up the library. System. Yeah, It's huge. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. And it's I want to like, be- go there. I'm a huge nerd for like big Libraries yeah. and books and stuff. We're literally in a big library. Right well, now. it's not that big. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, it could well, be bigger. Know, it's pretty big. Mm. It's it's bigger than Miami Dade's That's library. Fair. I wouldn't know. I I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, the first week or two when I got here, I was like exploring the entire library because mm. I didn't know where else to go. Anyways, <laughs> dude, is am I the only one that got like mild Jetsons vibes from Jetsons. like being in the TVA? Oh, the first episode oh, I got yeah. that a lot. I yeah. was like, is this like a Jetsons thing? <laughs> when I was wa- I was watching it with a friend of mine, I was like, this feels like a Jetsons thing. And he's like, I don't think so. I'm it like, does it isn't. just because of like the furniture, the color scheme, the way that they're like, this is old school technology that looks old school, but it can do all of these fancy things. Mm-hmm. Like that was just like okay. It I kind of get the vibe you're going for, and I like it. I'm here for it. It's, it's like because of that like old yet future kind of thing. Yeah, I think that's what made it. Because Jetsons is like, they're people from the what, future, what? mystical. They're year people of from the future, but they act like people from the 60s, 70s. Whenever the Jetsons, yes, yeah. that's when the cartoon came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. very deceptive because it's like you look at the entrance hall, the lobby, the reception area right. of the TVA, right. and it's literally just a guy sitting in a circle desk. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name? Casey. Casey. You remember his name? Yeah, yeah, just from the, what's your name? Casey. If you don't help me, I'll gut you like a fish, Casey. Right, right. What's a fish? <laughs> what's a fish? <laughs> yeah. oh. How do we feel oh about the whole turn of this dealing with time travel? Because, um, like, in promotional stuff, I didn't think we are going to go this deep into, like, the MCU's lore. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like it fits, because what... Loki did by proxy in Endgame is he broke reality. He did something and he shouldn't exist. So it'd be like, you messed up. But I also think it was kind of a lazy writing on the TVA's part to just be like, oh, all that crazy shit that the Avengers did, that was supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. We already planned it out. Exactly. Except for you, Loki. You're a weirdo. Now go do what we want you to do. But it kind of makes sense when you have the 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 dude, the end time dude, who's kind of like the end, just the knows. End he who remains. remains. He who remains. Do you want to say who it is? 
uh, spoilers. It it's Kang. Kang, Kang the Conqueror. Kang the Conqueror. I don't, I don't know, know who he'll probably is. become Kang in the next season. Right. Well, he never officially says his own name. But he, but he called himself a Conqueror. Yeah, he did. And mm. that's how you know, because time travel from the future, 31st century. Colorful suit. Yeah. yeah. Continue, the sorry. Emblem, oh, sorry. I was just going to say, because, like, the dude knows what's going to happen. Right. So, like, of course he can plan out. Or I don't know how he plans it all out, but he plans it out. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of made official. Uh, you can say it's lazy writing, but I would argue that someone who controls time or is controls time, things, dimensions, whatever, <laughs> uh, can definitely decide. Yeah, the Avengers are going to be some super cool heroes. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I I've officially given up trying to explain time traveling stuff. I'm just gonna be like, you know what? It is what it is. This how is do you how think it works. I feel? This is how it works in this yeah. universe. Because. If you don't do that, then you're gonna have a whiteboard and you're gonna look like Charlie from Always Sunny <laughs> oh, yeah. and just the- go crazy. <laughs> or like Doc Brown. I mean, like one of the best time travel uh, explanations is for me is Doc Brown and Back to the Futures. Oh yeah, because you know? it's a classic and right. it's simple. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But like, of course, there's a lot of things that can go wrong with it. But like, you say, you stopped uh, trying to figure out time travel. I love a series where like one of the main focal points oh, right. is time travel and multiple timelines and how they cross together <sighs> right 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 you see now yeah you're right I don't really <laughs> un- I don't understand but I love it lore. but I love it that's the thing love is yeah. like a dagger you right? don't have to understand yeah. it to love it <laughs> it's well, like time travel stories, they're not like supposed to make a bunch of sense. At you're least I think. Go along with it. Yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. you're not supposed to be like, but that's not how time travel works. Is like, who know? are you to decide I how think time right? travel the works? The only piece of media that isn't like that's not how time travel works is Doctor Strange, mm. because like the time stone itself is this like other dimension, sort of like infinite source of time power. You know. Okay. And his, like, the ancient one kind of goes through, and she's like, the time stone has the power over it. It is the physical embodiment of time. Uh-huh. And that's how it can be used to, like, control stuff and control time aging and stuff. And it's like, it progresses the atoms and the time as well surrounding it, and that's how he's able to manipulate only the apple before breaking the mirror dimension because, you know, he's breaking one specific pocket of time in this otherwise unchanged area. And we're supposed to, like, go along with it because it's a magic system. And now we have Kang who's like, well, you see, it started from technology. And that's how it happened. And Mm -hmm. now you're kind of questioning on did the technology, like, essentially override the power of the Time Stone? Or is the Time Stone still as powerful as Kang's technology that he created in the future? No, there's no way. There's friggin' like 12 Infinity Stones Yeah, in the just TVA. in the desk. So like, Kang's... Some of these guys use these as paperweights. Bro, Kang's stronger than Thanos, dude. Yeah, probably, yeah. most likely. Yeah. yeah. I, I if he it. created an agency where Time Stones are just like, and Infinity Stones are just tossed around, like... Well, the then, thing is, if you want to know the, the comics lore of that, Infinity yeah. Stones don't work where they don't belong. Mm-hmm. If you take it out of their universe, they're just a rock. They're just a pretty paperweight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that, it's just... If I'm not mistaken, Joe, correct me, because since you're the designated comic guy, yeah. Darkseid got a hold of the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, he had it, he wore it, and it was like the panel was like, oh my god, this is going to be terrible. But then just nothing happens. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, this is useless. Mm-hmm. I'm not in its home universe. Yep. I'm going to throw this away. Hey, Superman. Hey, Captain America. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how that went. That's how that story went. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I really like Jonathan, what is it, uh, 
Jonathan Major's performance. Over the top villainy. That's I love it. That's I love it. I love it. I love it. Is that I, Kang? Yeah, it's yeah. Kang. Yeah, oh Jonathan man. He loves such a great job. Oh, such you a genuinely snazzy don't, outfit. You genuinely don't know if he's like evil or not because mm-hmm. he's just crazy. He's insane. And it's like he gives them the option of like taking over or just killing him. What kind of options are those? But he <laughs> goes, if you kill me, an evil version of me is going to come yeah, up. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think th- that version. Of, yeah, he's uh, not evil. Is isn't per se evil, but the red the other variants of yeah. him. But like we don't mm-hmm. know if the good Kang, the first one right. that we saw, is inherently evil. Because what if this is just his way of getting out of his own dimension to right. allow someone else to take his place right. or himself to take his place? Mm-hmm. You know, it it was just like every the way that he delivered his lines and his facial expressions, his body movement, his just placement and his mm-hmm. energy that he had I was like mm-hmm. he's going toe to toe with two gods of mischief and neither of them are giving up any ground on who's bluffing and they fight that's like the the Loki and Sylvie fight is the fight that the audience is having like what the hell is the deal with this guy yeah and also I really liked I'm not a huge fan of past like the first two phases of we of the Marvel movies we find this big bad boss and it's a huge fight great big huge fight but in Loki, it was, they find the big boss, and they just have a long conversation. Instead of this yeah. evil overlord, they just find, like, a like a tired manager that's mm-hmm. like, listen, <laughs> can you do this for me? I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like, I just want to go home. Listen, I am gonna, much older than I look. He, I want to go home, go to bed. <laughs> he explains his side of the story without being gratuitously violent like Thanos, right. or just straight-up stupid, like, Killmonger or whatever the hell. It's also a fitting ending because, like, two gods of mischief. You're not. It wouldn't necessarily make sense for the fat, the last scene to be this big epic fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it makes a lot more sense. That it's a conversation of uh, trying to figure out this dude's bluffing. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, probably I mean he's not. But like, uh, yeah, it's it just that I think it was a really nice ending because this the characters, the villain being sold as like a good villain it's really hard to sell a villain when it's like the last episode of yeah. like the last 20 minutes of the last episode like to sell a villain in that it's high expectations because like most people are like alright this is it this has got to be something good and if you don't sell good in that moment then it's not good so Kang if if it is Kang I'm guessing um slaps most likely <laughs> they could just do the old Uno reverse card and just be like this is a brand new OC which is I yeah. hope they're not going to do. Have they done that? They have kind of a little bit with like they've messed with Dormammu. Ah. Because oh, yeah. in the comics Dormammu is more like this like intelligent like he who's in the shadows whereas in the yeah. movies he's just like you know what I'm destruction. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I will bring downfall to all of you. You know why? Because my head's on fire. Yeah. And Wasn't like it because a, he was hungry? Uh, that's Galactus. Yeah, that's Galactus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Galactus just wants to eat things. Yeah. Me too. Galactus? <laughs> me too, buddy. You know, sometimes I don't. I wake up and I don't eat enough. Like today, I, all I had was like a few Oreos today. I'm going I can go to for physically a few punt you across the parking lot. Do you lot. want another Oreo? No. <laughs> not, not with the mic. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. Wait, hold up. While we're mildly on the topic of fight scenes, can we just talk about how beautifully they incorporated dagger work and how they carefully, like, oh. they did that so oh, yeah. amazingly and just like beautifully because 
I noticed that less all from of Disney though. Exactly. I expect I saw that all of their fights, like the fighting styles, it should, but most movies like don't really pay too much close attention as I noticed that Loki did. It mirrors the way that you would typically use the actual weapon. In the timekeeper room, you see them using the pruners, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's more of a battle of brute force because it's close range combat with essentially a single scream stick. You know, whereas when you have daggers, it's more of artistic trying to get away, dodge everything, but still get close and nick where you can, which I really loved. And the elegance that they put, especially on, was it episode four, where they're on the train? That's three. That's three. three? Lamentus. Yeah, uh, Lamentus one, mm, where yeah. episode three, that fight in like the bar area was just beautifully done. I think the fights at the towards the end were better because it was like the knife was in Loki's hand so it would obviously appear then disappear and then appear again but the choreography was great I, choreography I, Chore- I think it was Chore- the battle choreography but for the last fight if you notice neither of them used daggers Sylvie used the longer like machete type that she had used since the beginning but Loki was using the short sword that young Loki had given them give kid Loki right Yeah. and I think it's reflective of the fact that daggers are usually used as like a cunning mischievous aha you've got me wait no you don't stab Whereas longswords, it's broader, more of an honest fight because you can put distance between yourself and your opponent. And having Loki physically being given a weapon that is more honest fighting shows that he is more truthful in himself and with Sylvie as well. And it goes on fire. Yeah. Where do you think Loki keeps the dagger? Pocket dimension. Pocket Pocket dimension. dimension? Pocket dimension because the alternative... Oh... Pocket dimension. (laughs) The alternative is up his sleeve. Yes. Oh, precisely. And superheroes don't have sleeves. And he didn't have a sleeve that episode. True. He was just wearing like a dress shirt and a tie. Yeah. A button. But I'm behind his tie. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's where I keep mine. (laughs) But he was also wearing um, like a back scabbard, sort of like a quiver, but for his short sword. Yeah, yeah, but that's for the the sword. I'm just saying for the daggers. I'm going to be honest. Probably I kind of a hot take there. about this show. Yeah. Episode three, I, low point. Oh, my God. Lowest really? point of the entire show. I was going to say it. I was going to say Which one was episode three? It Lamentis. was they were stranded Lamentis on the moon, one. and that's the exposition episode in which we understand why Sylvie is the way that she is. Right. Uh. And that's it. I mean, it's not bad. It's not, like, not unwatchable, much but it's kind of just an exposition dump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they had just done It's an exposition dump, but what I liked is it's also... It's not something we get in shows, and a lot of people won't like this. I liked it. They just have an in-character conversation. Like, it doesn't relate to the story at all. Doesn't relate to, like, expanding their characters. It's literally just they are on the train, and they are just talking. Yeah. And they're getting to know each other. and But not, like, in a deep level yet. Most of the conversation is just them bantering back and forth. But, like, I thought that was really nice. Like... I play D&D a lot. D&D, a lot of what you do is you sit down and have conversations in character. Uh, sometimes that's related to the story you're playing in. Sometimes it's just about, like, pizza. Um, but, the, but like, that that dynamic is something that. I really... Oh, pizza. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> go ahead. Go that ahead. dynamic in D&D is not something you see a lot of shows. Because in a lot of shows, they don't got the time to have two characters sit down and just talk about stuff. But we got that in the train scene. Mm-hmm. They talked about, like... And then in the end, it kind of relates to the show, like, love and whatever. But, like, it's conversations in character that kind of make the character seem more real. I liked it. My thing with episode three, 
My thing, I'm gonna draw it off. The last scene when they were trying to run to the ark. Okay, the biggest problem I had with this, like, oh, I'm he's draw he's drawing right? this out. It's a, here's the ark. This right? is an audio here's, podcast. Here's, <laughs> here's the ark, right? Okay. And this is, is the street that Loki and Sylvie are on, right? And then there's this little corner with the pub or whatever, you yeah, know, right there, right? These two guys try to go up here, but it's crowded, right? It's crowded because okay. there's a lot of people right so, there. So yeah. they instead Jared's try to go going around. They try to go around while this entire time the camera is spinning around them, right? They go here. There's a few fights, some kerfuffles. Then they go in and out through the same bar. Yeah. Coming out, more fights and kerfuffles in the same spot. Again, the entire time, the camera's spinning around them, making us think that they're going places. But no, they just come back around here to the start, and then they try to go back to the arc because the way is clear, and then the arc blows up. Okay, but the camera work. You said that it was supposed to make it seem like they were moving a lot. They were moving a lot, but the camera moving in such, like, hectic angles was supposed to reflect panic. Yeah, It was uh, a single shot. I don't know the actual term. Uh, Yeah, it's a... I forget. A I know what you're talking take, about. But oh. yeah, uh, essentially. And it was not a very good one at that. I mean, it, it was, was cool. It was, done, it was like following it was them around. Yeah. But I do wish that we had gotten like moving footwork. Yeah. Because I think it was wasn't it Falcon and the Winter Soldier where they had like that body cam shot where it's like a missile and then the person wearing the camera just kind of like plops over. And yes. then, like, the camera angle. That's, like, episode two or something? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I cool. liked that. If they had added that onto one of the civilians when the meteors were hitting down, I think it would have added something. Well, I imagine scene. Captain America, Winter Soldier, or whatever, it's got a lot more in terms of stunt budget than True. Loki. <laughs> so they can probably pull a lot more <laughs> of stuff like that. But that, that Loki scene, like, what you're talking about, how yeah. they go one way, it ends up not being yeah. a way at all, they go back. That's because the whole thing collapses, my man. Yeah. Like how, Loki how are they straight up like held up a building? Listen, man, it was it was too chaotic. I I'll just, give him that. I just thought yeah. it was done poorly. I'm not saying the actual I wish thing that was happening was it, bad. It made sense it's to the me execution because they went they really? went one way, things got chaotic and their buildings collapsed and they're like, okay, we can't go this way. They go the other way and as right. they're going, the whole thing blows up. Okay, but why? Honestly, but what real I love that scene but specifically just for the ending of it of how just chaotic everybody is being and then the thing explodes and it pans over the crowd and they're all just standing there. and then sylvie immediately just turns around and walks well, <laughs> like she's just like i'm done okay i mean i would too it was their last hope F to it. get off the planet essentially yeah. you know what that reminds me of that reminds me of rise of skywalker in yeah. which kylo ren was parkouring between the chains uh-huh. and like totally out of character he just goes ow Ow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's it's a real thing that people would do, yeah. not yeah. superheroes. Yeah, but you know, mm-hmm. the more I think about that shot and how chaotic the end of the world would be, <laughs> and the more I think about it, I'm starting to like it more. But still, I'm not I re- a huge fan of the purple aesthetic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, I get that. I just I really like the scene because there's a lot of emotion going on at that point. It's it's in a way its own climax. It's not the climax of the show, but it is definitely a climax. Probably climax to the episode. Uh, climax to the episode, exactly. definitely. Yeah. Right. Um, but one of the show's biggest climaxes too. I mean, okay. your two main characters are about to die. Right. This is their only chance to escape the planet, or else they're dead. And supposedly, this is just as we thought. Episode three. This is like mm-hmm. halfway. The yeah. midpoint. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine everybody's watching episode three was probably like. Other than the people that enjoy the scene, we're like, "Oh my gosh, they're gonna die! What's gonna happen? I'm so confused!" And the ship blows up, and they're like, "What's happening now?" That's how I felt. Ship blew up. I was like, "Okay, uh, what's what's the option now?" Right. 
they, do they just die? Is it now just a show about the TVA? Not even Loki? <laughs> just the Mobius show? <laughs> yeah. The Mobius show? I Real liked talk? Owen Wilson. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't yeah. mind. Yeah. Owen yeah. Wilson. I watched Chef's Kiss to Owen Wilson. But is it bad that if you, like, if I hear the audio and I look away, I just picture Lightning McQueen just talking to these people. <laughs> and it's just the most hilarious thing to me. Mm-hmm. Just imagine Lightning McQueen and Loki sitting in a room. I just picture him from Marley <laughs> and Me. Wow. That oh my dog God, movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. It was like when the first thing I saw Owen Wilson in, and it was great. Ka-chow. Was it great? It, no. But it was. It was. Did you cry? I was seven. And me? Oh, I cried. I was like, me. I'm really young, yeah. so probably I cry at everything. Um, let's uh, talk about the Loki <laughs> variants before we okay. talk about the Loki oh, variants. Shoot, Ooh. I have a game. Oh, no. All right, so time travel is now in our fingertips. We cool. can time travel where we want, but whenever we make these decisions, there are always consequences so this is a little time travel game that i've made where uh the decision you make is clear but so are the consequences so here we go uh think of one of your favorite actors just think them put them in your head bill murray okay that's not your head but sure um (laughs) you can go back in time and convince them not to retire whenever they decide to or forward in time um but when you return to the present they only do hallmark movies not the christmas ones (laughs) Just suburban love stories. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh I want that. Man, The Rock in a Hallmark Have movie. You- <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. But not a Hallmark movie. Only Hallmark movies. Well, here's the thing about the Hallmark movies, right? They're good if you know that you're watching something really silly and made for ancient people to digest <laughs> and not be confused. <laughs> So I think that would be hilarious. Just okay. Just have like I'd, a I'll buff do rock. It. The do closest it. thing to Bill Murray doing grandmas. it is uh, Os- Osmosis Jones. That's like the closest Bill Murray <laughs> right. has come to so far. I love mm-hmm. a traumatic love story. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So mostly yeses across the oh, board yeah. then. I don't right. know if I would want Ryan Reynolds to go through that. I mean like because oh, Deadpool. Loki, he's like the, the, the couple movies that he's done recently or like um, – Free guy. The, the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard oh, yeah. and this new one, uh, yeah, Free Guy or whatever. Yeah. They don't look that great. I mean, I mean, they're they're not they're I not mean, sappy love stories. Yeah, I know they're not sappy love. I think it's just Ryan but Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds just for the sake of it being Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. that's it. It's just him making his jokes putting his and that's face it. on something. Yeah. to like market it yeah, essentially. That's it. Yeah, but like I can't it do that bland. to him because then that means <laughs> that there would be no Deadpool. And no Detective Pikachu. That's not true. They could be Hallmark movies. They could just rebrand themselves into (laughs) Hallmark movies. Deadpool as a Hallmark movie. I would would pay Detective Pikachu as a Hallmark movie. (laughs) Yeah, he finds uh, another Pikachu. A Pikachu. Okay, controversial opinion. Ryan Reynolds in The Proposal with Sandra Bullock, actually one of my favorite rom coms. Okay. Uh, Like, genuinely. Okay. So I can't do that. It's not Hallmark. But I can't get rid of, in order, Deadpool, Detective Pikachu, The Proposal. I can't get rid of those three. Those are untouchables. So I'm, I'm not making Ryan Reynolds do anything he All right, hasn't but wait, done. There's more decisions oh, you have to no. make. Um, you can now stop two medieval towns from fighting a war over a bucket. Why? Oh, the war uh, of the bucket. But the history books have one less funny story in them. Yeah, no, no way I in hell. I would not stop that. No. It is a hilarious story. You save countless this lives. Real? This is a true thing. You, that you save thousands real. of lives, yes. Joe. Yeah. You'll save I've thousands of lives. Of Medieval or, lives uh, that we're going to end uh, tomorrow because of a mosquito <laughs> bite anyways. Are you kidding me? 
Are you kidding me? Fair enough, fair enough. So oh ba- I'm going to do the Spark Notes version of it. It was fought in 13, you know, you say it. You're a history person. Two towns. Yep. They were bull- they were kind of close to each other, though. So, like, and they were parts of different, like, empires. And this one town, they really love their bucket. They really love it because it's their bucket only for source. The well. Their only source of water was through the well, and they had to use that bucket. And the other town, being petty, was like, you know what? We're part of a royal empire. They just took the bucket, and then a war started. It says yeah. here it took over 300 year long. Uh, that's probably like the larger conflict. But okay. like the War of the Bucket was like a few days. A lot of people died, but oh. no way in hell would I prevent that. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, more decisions <laughs> in our hands. Um, 2,000 people, it says here. Oh, 2,000 people. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a lot. Yeah. Actually, that's a lot for, for those days. For a bucket? It was <laughs> a war that was probably going to happen anyways. <laughs> for a bucket. They would have gone to war 2, over something else. 2,000 people dying over a bucket, that's quite a bit. I'm okay, just saying. Okay, but they would have gone to war over something else. They'd exactly, be like, exactly. Yeah. The hoe. The garden tool. The garden tool. I was about to say, like, the garden tool. I would hate to see that. There was probably definitely a war over hose. (laughs) Somewhere. That's a clip. That's a clip. (laughs) All right. Um, You can bring technology to the future to make Stan Lee immortal. Yes. (gasps) But the MCU can't afford major crossover events anymore because of the cost of keeping him alive. What do you mean by major crossover? Endgame. Even Infinity War. Oh. What? Uh, How are those? So oh, movies. like yeah. Team movies. Yeah, you got. I, uh, you yes. have all of those movies where you get all of the Marvel characters. Like yes, they can't afford it anymore because they have to keep Stan Lee alive. You know, Marvel isn't the movies. Marvel's is the comics. Yeah, and the games. You yeah. can say anything about the games. Stanley's I would worth more than the 2,000 people that died for the bucket. That's <laughs> you know what? Sure. Yeah. So true. So true, bestie. So Amen. True. A- yeah. Amen. <laughs> but also, like, if we if we make Stanley immortal, then that kind of gets rid of the uh, um, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. You know, or like eventually, it always fits. Who cares? Like, He's still here. Yeah, you know that's fair. <laughs> he can still write. Yeah, he can still yeah. start cameos. So there. immortal Stanley. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. 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 percent. All right, next one. You can live here in Florida during no. any. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. During any time period you want. No. Oof. But you have to deal with all the cons of living in that time. So how about I would like, be put into slavery, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. How about yeah. in like... Yeah. In Honestly, like, if we go more than 20 years back, we're yeah. dealing with racism. <laughs> we're still dealing with racism. Yeah, that's fair mean? enough. Yeah, no, that's going to be a hard no for me, my guy. How about we... W- how, can I like go forward to like 30 years in which it's all water? It's going to be water pretty soon. We're just, sure, this you is just want to live in, w- wait, in oh water, Wait, oh my god, Florida. wait, hold up. If I go back in time to where, like, Spanish conquistadors were a thing, I would be in the majority. Yeah. Um, but at that point in... I would have no rights, yeah. but, like, still... <laughs> You'd also be Catholic. And there's also... I like, am Catholic. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. They're pirates. Being a pirate is not a fun yeah. life. Especially for women, because yeah. women on ships was bad luck, so they'd, like, kill you if... It yeah. was a major storm. So you know what? Yeah, I'm going to say no Florida. We should just get rid of it anyways. <laughs> Perfect. All right. And last one. You can save a Marvel character from dying. A Marvel yes. character of your choice. Um, but when you return to the present, they only save people for cash. Tony Stark. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tony Stark doesn't only save people for cash. Uh, no, but I mean, like, I would do it. I'd, I'd bring back Tony Stark. And then he'd be like, yo, Underoos, I, pay, I paid for your suit. I paid for everything. I'm saving you, but, like, you got to pay me back your student <laughs> loans, my guy. 
I'm trying to think of a Marvel death, and not just the movies and the com, but also the comics that really, really, really irked me. And like the only Vision? thing, uh, no, no, no. I feel like most of the movie deaths are fine. Like their characters have gone through no, their I arcs. No, I meant the comics where Vision turns into White Vision. Uh, I just hated White Vision. That's that's you, but I'm thinking about like Aunt May and like <laughs> One More Day, in which Peter was like, "Screw you, oh, screw you, MJ." Yeah. So I feel like that just to undo like all of the weird stuff that happened. That I, I don't know what happened there. Good, that's <laughs> very very good. That's beautiful. <laughs> okay, perfect. Anyway, yeah. that's the game. Okay. I liked it. We can get what into variants now. What were we talking now. about before? Oh yeah, the Loki variants. Loki's variants. Uh, I think it's just a funny bit. Crokey, Crocky. How do you how do you pronounce that? Crokey. I say Crokey. Crokey is Loki crocodile. Yeah, yeah. and is frog. It? Oh, Frog Froky. Lord! Yo, Froky. that episode! Uh, I don't. Five. Is it episode five, Journey into yeah. Mystery? So many references, they were great. Frog Thor trying to get Milner. Perfect mm-hmm. Thanos Copter was in there. Like, <laughs> yeah. bro. Wait, I missed all of this. What? You didn't what? finish this? No, I finished the show. Oh. What is. I'm. What? This is during the scene where they're fighting, like, um, what's the storm's name? Like, As Azeroth or Aneroth. Al- Aleth? So Aelith. Aelith, yeah. Or Aelith. no, Aelith. Aelith. That's Aelith. Aelith. That's yeah. That's disgusting. Oh, yeah, Aelith. <laughs> it's during that big one scene. Yeah. The classic. It's, like, yeah. it's like big crocodile gas monster. It was Slashes from Fantastic Four. That what? horrible I movie. I see it. Oh, oh. What? See it. In the original Fantastic Four, Galactus was, Galactus was just a cloud. Yeah, he oh. was just like a... But with... At what? Aelith. Aelith. It works. It works. There was a lot of like hidden things in that episode, like because yes. it's the it's the void. This yeah. is where TVA puts all the stuff that doesn't belong. So you see like the Thanos copter, which is from the comics. Mm-hmm. You see yeah, the yellow jacket helmet because that's right. I don't know, yellow that, jacket's a crappy character. Well, I mean, <laughs> Hank Pym becomes yellow jacket at one point. He probably grew giant, and that's probably that. I don't know. Something like mm-hmm. that. And there was Throg, which was actually yeah. voiced by Chris Hemsworth. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, what else was in the background? I'm trying to think. A lot. Uh, there was like a helicarrier I, I know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus. That. Like a Statue of Liberty type thing. I have to go back that. and look at all this. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. There was a lot in the void that I really liked. But I also really liked just like the effects they put into the void. Because it was yeah. just pretty. What yeah. I don't get is why is there a car? Or why are there modern vehicles? So they, many modern They broke vehicles. the timeline. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. If, well, if a car crash like it wasn't breaks to. the timeline. Yeah. Then just get rid of the car, or it, just collateral. It would also, but suck it was only like, like, but it was only mm-hmm. modern cars. I'm pretty sure there were some like. Beat there was like death. buses in the background. Kang Tower. Oh, cool! Kang what? Tower. Kang Tower. Mm-hmm. What is that? It is. Um, is that the little castle the dudes in? It's a. It's the tower that looks like Stark Tower, the Avengers Tower, mm-hmm. but instead of Stark or Avengers, it, it says, says Kang. Q E N G. And it's a reference to King Enterprises, first mentioned in 2015's Avengers Ultron Forever Issue 1. Oh, right. Um, it was revealed to be one of Kang the Conqueror's, like, oh, business. Something he used to build up his whole yeah. mm-hmm. multiversal yeah. war timeline cool. stuff. Mm-hmm. But the variants themselves, I thought they were really funny. I really yeah. liked the dichotomy between, like, boastful Thor. I mean, boastful Loki. Yeah. Old man Loki. Kid Loki. I also just love 
how it implies that they're in a constant state of betrayal and <laughs> yeah. murder. Yeah. And when they like when President, President Loki, Loki favorite favorite of the bunch. <laughs> yeah. If there's anyone I'm ever gonna cosplay as, it's President Loki. I love but him I think so I'm much. too thick for that. You can never be thick enough. <laughs> That's thank you. I really needed that. <laughs> uh but yeah, that I think that whole episode's bit was just it was great. too good. It yeah. was great. It was too good. It was good. amazing. It's like, I betray you. To I gave you their location so you could give me your army and mm-hmm. I take the throne. Better idea. My <laughs> army. My throne. About that. Ching! All yeah. the knives. I just loved that and, bit. And, and uh, our Loki is like, really? Yeah. <laughs> He's Seriously? literally face palming in the corner like, yeah. this is me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> President Loki, though. So it's such a dapper character, and I know he was like the the image of President Loki was like one of the first things ever shown of the show. Yeah. And I thought it was our Loki. Yeah. And, so. it, and it was kind of disappointed in that, but still, President Loki. I want. Oh, see, I that's want. that's a point right there that I wanted to make earlier, but I forgot. Um, for promotional stuff with the show, like with uh, teasers or trailers or whatever, I thought it's just Loki. Uh, the show, the entire premise was Loki getting into mischief and traveling to different timelines, trying to like take over or whatever. So I, that that exact point, our Loki being President Loki, I thought he went, he did something to become president, or, yeah. or like actually, but no, mm-hmm. it's 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 President Loki. What, what, if, what if President Loki is just our Loki, but instead of launching an invasion on New York in 2012, he launched a campaign? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was an election year. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Imagine. Oh, oh my god. Man, he would definitely run third party. <laughs> and he would win. He would run Green would, Party and he would win. Yeah. There you go. I'd vote. <laughs> I'd vote Loki. The Asgardian American spell party. Yeah. Oh, yeah. let's not talk about politics. Let's get politics out of my video games. Oh, we're talking about a TV show. All the more reason. Okay, <laughs> what's something else that I really want to bring up about Loki? Uh, the. S- Did you have a music thing? I mean, the theme, probably the best theme of any of the Disney oh, shows. It smacks. It, it smacks. smacks. I'm going to just play it a little bit. Episode 3 like, intro featuring Demons by Haley Kyoko. Chef's Kiss. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Loki is a bi icon. You see, it starts off with like this weird techno-y stuff. I'm but gonna, then. and then this, and now I'm gonna turn it off because we might get sued. But <laughs> that's the gist of it, and it's great. Uh, they, I, I um, like, I'd go on my phone during credits while I wait for the Disney Plus thing to give me the next episode. Yeah. And like, I'd be on my phone for a bit, and then I'd put it away so I could fast forward to the next episode. But then I just chill. Yeah. That's good music. Yeah. <laughs> also, did you notice that in scenes like filmed? in the TVA, they have a lot of, like, electronic theremin music. And the theremin music is something that's used a lot in sort of these retro sci-fi films. What is theremin music? It's it's this... uh, How do I describe it? It's like a table, and there's, like, a switchboard. It's an electronic instrument, but it's been around for years. And it's got, like, the circle on the bottom. It's It uses magnetic fields. So one of them controls... Sheldon used one in the Big Bang Theory episode. I never watched it. It's he just, was good. He was singing... Um, I just lost a little bit of respect for you for bringing that up. <laughs> he, he was singing Nobody Knows the Trouble I've Been by uh, Sam Cooke. Good for And him. I love Sam Cooke. But so. it's a two-handed instrument. Yep. It's electronic. It's been around for decades. And one hand controls the volume. And uh, the other one, you use it, like your hand motions and placement to dictate the note that you want and the octave. Really set it's home that sci-fi like a, theme. I really liked it. Yeah. Okay, but not. Okay, 
So, I mean, by the picture, it's not at all an automaton. Exactly. Think of if you could control an automaton from far away. Yeah. Oh, Whoa, that's a great okay. Analogy. You know how like does it still have it? the face that you press and it goes like? If Wah. you want it to. <laughs> <laughs> the only place where the th- the soundtrack really was bad was episode two, in which Sylvie is killing all the TVA agents, and I need a hero is playing. Yeah. What? 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 I, I love mean, that. That was yeah. That did not I, but fit. you love that oh. just because it's uh, I need a hero. Yeah. I exactly. Think, yeah. <laughs> I think I would have liked it if the backdrop wasn't like. Serious wasn't like 1800s. Yeah, like ruins. If they had lit the scene better, that was a warping thing. Okay. Yeah, it was it was Renfair. No, it was Renfair. Yeah, it was Renfair because literally the the girls like some of us need this. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I was like, yeah, that's Renfair. (laughs) But like, if they had lit up the circus, like the inside of the circus tent more, because it's like kind of dark, and that's how she's able to slip into the shadows. But I think it would have been so much better if we could see like just a black cape in like kind of lights or maybe if they had included like some colored strobe lights in there it still would have been dark but the color would have given it the vibe shrek did it better facts <laughs> easy yeah that's fair Hands no down. i won't ar- nobody's gonna argue with it, that i one. saw that like that exact clip on a um youtube video where it's like top five songs where the covers were better than the original and it was the shrek <laughs> version of i need a hero i get it <laughs> yeah no i agree with that one <laughs> So, to wrap it up, overall thoughts on Loki and what are we hoping for? Oh, I mean, I got one more thing. Okay, sorry. Because, like, I liked but also didn't like the whole, uh, I don't know. I feel like the TVA as, like, a puppet organization to one thing of literal puppets, like, it just felt, like, a little weak. (laughs) Puppets of puppets. (laughs) Because, like... How did nobody in this, like, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people organization ever just be like, who are the timekeepers? Mm-hmm. Like, well, at all, ever. Where's the journalist in the time, in the TVA who's like, If you begin something to doesn't question right. things, you get reset. Exactly. And those people were people, but yeah. they were just all variants, and they just had their entire memory wiped out. So that's literally all they know. Yeah. When know? Loki's in the courthouse or the court scene with the judge about to be dragged away, she goes, reset him. He starts, like, fighting, and that's when Owen Wilson's like, well, I know what he would be able to do. And yeah. that's why, I know like, what he's capable Owen of. Wilson has this one, like, thing, the jet skis in the 90s. That's yeah. the only, like, personality outside the TVA. He needs he a jet ski has. in season two. If he doesn't That's get that real. jet ski, I'm going to write a strongly worded letter to the mouse himself. <laughs> I'm going to pound on Mickey's door. I swear to God, he better get his happy ending. Yeah. We don't get a lot of in Marvel these days. Yeah. Don't forget, Mickey is in charge of everything Disney. Literally. Wh- what if the next Disney villain after Kang is Mickey Mouse? <laughs> Ooh, some Kingdom Hearts type stuff? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I love that. When yeah. are we going to get Kingdom Hearts to show? So oh. it can actually be good. Or an anime. <laughs> I feel like Kingdom Hearts would do better as an anime it than would, as a show. Like, yeah. yeah, but Cartoon, I think that's Kingdom anime. Hearts' problem is that it's an anime, uh, basically. Guess, yeah. Well, that's Square Enix then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just let's just get Kingdom Hearts, not Square Enix. But now we're on like a whole different tangent. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah. So final thoughts. What are we hoping to see in uh, the future for the show? Season for two. Obviously, we need the jet ski. Yeah. Right. Um, one Lightning McQueen reference. <laughs> at least one. At least one. At least one. Ideally, one per episode. <laughs> we, we, if not, then he needs to at least say wow. Yes, I was wow. about to say. 
<laughs> what if that's his last line of the show in season two? Like, Loki succeeds, everything's good, green fireworks from his hands, and then you just see Owen Wilson. Oh, it's not going to end season two. Be like, no, probably not. No, it's, there's going to be another big old cliffhanger that's going to get us here and be like, okay, so what are we expecting out of season right. three? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, Tom Hiddleston doesn't age. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. The man, man's uh, older than most Marvel actors, and he looks great. Yeah, he So really does Paul does. Rudd? Oh, they, God. Paul Rudd, I'm pretty sure he's immortal. Since the mm. variant bit was done so well, they really need to avoid doing that again. Because if, if they do another variant bit, variant bit season two, it's just lazy. Mm. So that's well, that's all I want. What, they can do whatever with the story. Loki can die. I don't care. Damn. <laughs> again. Yeah, again. Well, if he, he dies, then it'd be a story about Sylvie, but there'd so still be ahead. Loki. Yeah, because she's so a Loki. Yeah. yeah. I want I want Loki to die next season. Okay. Yeah, wow. that's that's my thing. Oh? And they can bring him back through time travel or whatever again. Again, again yeah. No. I'm curious as to see how this show will tie in, if at all, to Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah. Because they didn't say Loki will rule a turn in Thor, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But There's a new Thor movie? Yeah. yeah. With, it's the fourth it's, one. It's going to be... Natalie Portman is now female Thor. Yeah. I don't... I think Chris... This is Chris Hemsworth's last performance as Thor. Yeah. But that's just what I think. The movie is probably a full year away from release, so... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know much, but I know I love you. We'll see. <laughs> have, have we seen any ties to the movie's with the shows well, yet uh, I know there hasn't one. there hasn't really been a in Black Widow it ends with I don't want to spoil it but the character that shows up in Cap in uh, Winter Soldier shows yeah. up at the end of Black Widow uh, to do Vanessa the thing Fontaine that she does Fontaine or something whatever her name is Madam Hydra Madam yeah. Hydra yeah who was played by uh, Julianne Dreyfus from yeah. Seinfeld which is hilarious yeah but that makes sense because like Captain She's America, Winter Soldier, Black Widow, those are all, like, the heroes that, like, nobody really cares about. The terrestrial <laughs> heroes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're the normal people who are just cool. That are dealing with terrorist organizations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where Loki's dealing with a time god. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I prefer those MCU stories. Like, maybe that's just a preference. But I, I, it's a balance. You gotta have both. Nah, I don't, I don't like the normal... Except for Hawkeye. Hawkeye was cool. But just because I want to see him just fight Yakuza like he did in I Infinity War or whatever. I mean, he's gonna have his own show this fall. Oh, yeah. is he? Yeah. yeah. Is he was, fighting Yakuza? Probably I don't not. know, but oh. I know that he's training Kate Bishop. Yep. Who's Kate Bishop? Uh, second Hawkeye. Female. Lady Hawkeye. Oh. Just, just Hawkeye Jr. Just Hawkeye, right. Yeah. Falcon Eye. Well, hey, if they fight Yakuza, <laughs> then it's a Eagle show for eye. me. <laughs> <laughs> that scene in Infinity War. Was it Infinity War? Endgame? Was Endgame. 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 That, when he was Ronin. That was actually one of my favorite scenes. You don't get to see much of him fighting, but just like yeah. the aesthetic of like the rain and the dark and the neon, neon lights. Yeah. It's like... I want I want an entire fight scene in just that aesthetic. Neon lights are our aesthetic. Yes, yes. they are. Uh, anyway, Giselle? that's my thoughts. Um, I really like the show overall. I do wish that you know this whole like you're actually a puppet organization and I single-handedly robbed all of your lives and now you do it yourself. You're self-sufficient now. I wish that had gotten a little bit more of a reaction because yeah. we go from B15 and like the D90 Hunter like in the office of the judge and then that's it no one else has like the existential freak out you know <laughs> like I wish that had gotten a little bit like touch base did they just like hold a press meeting in their like lunchroom area <laughs> like I want to know hey everybody um, we just want to let you know <laughs> you're uh, your life's there. a lie <laughs> <laughs> but like over the PA yeah <laughs> excuse me Miss everyone Minutes uh, makes an announcement yeah everything you have ever known is not true uh you have a whole life outside of this uh we've there kidnapped no you me. since you were children <laughs> 
Um, I do really like the music. I love the fighting scenes. We've already discussed this. I love uh, Loki and Sylvie just casually throwing in like the maybe princesses, maybe a prince, a little bit of both. You yeah. know, like inclusivity. Heck, yeah. yeah. The bisexual lighting in some of the scenes were also chef's kiss. Lighting. Yeah. You don't know by lighting. Yeah. It it's was like purple, purple pink, like blue. vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, so all one of, of the Lamentus. All yeah. Of, yeah, all of episodes. <laughs> so I didn't what you're like saying is that Lamentus is by. I didn't like the planet being purple, but I liked it when they're in the city and the, the light. The train worked. Yeah, the train did work. But one of the biggest grapes that I have with the show, wardrobe design. I'm sorry. Really? Yeah. Hmm. President Loki, though. He makes up President, for it. <laughs> just him and, Froky. like, Sylvie's, like, like, Sylvie's uniform or her outfit kind of reflected Loki's in Ragnarok, so I liked that little subtle call-out, but besides that, everything else was just not it the, for me. I thought the costume design was great. It was classy. It was 50s. Classic Especially for, like, old them. man Loki. Yeah, that's what I'm D. saying. D.B. Cooper Loki. That D. was great. Okay, D.B. Cooper Loki, that scene was, like, one of my favorites. But, yeah, yeah just, like, Loki. Yeah, that, that was some good. Why is there an alligator? Costume yeah. design. Yeah, it's really good costume you give design. Him a hand. They really made yeah. that guy look like a crocodile. <laughs> yeah, you gotta give him a hand, bro. Well, he took a hand. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if you'd want to give him a hand. <laughs> uh, for me, I mean, yeah, I like the show overall. Like, it wasn't bad. It wasn't amazing in some ways. Uh, I I really like the dive into the lore, and I'm excited to see how. WandaVision and uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness is going to come in. And this is probably like one of the uh, first shows in the MCU to actually maybe have a big impact into the overall movies as a whole. So We didn't even really talk about that. Well, there's, I mean. It's kind of hinted at. They yeah. talk about the multiverse nexus events. Doctor yeah. Strange. And that's literally the next movie madness. that's coming out. Mm-hmm. So, the, my only hope is that there's more of it. Season two yeah. is longer. Season yeah. two has to be longer than six episodes. Right. If they did like the Bad Batch length, I'd be okay with filler episodes if there was a good. But then like, the episodes got to be shorter. I uh, I would rather have what we have now with no filler. Okay. Because filler, I don't like filler. Okay. I. Because, like, there are plenty of other shows to watch. Yeah, there's good filler and there's bad filler. Good filler gives you more insight to the character and, like, their motivations, whereas right. bad filler is just, like, fan service. Yeah. Let's have a beach episode. Loki beach episode. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Kroki <laughs> playing beach volleyball. Yes. What position would you put him on? Uh, Definitely libero. He doesn't have height. <laughs> yeah. <His laughs> he's, only a ba- he's only a baby croc, though. Yeah, his tail just, like, saves one of the balls. He makes an epic save with that. Oh, yeah. All right, that's all the time we have for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Razzle Dazzle. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Razzle Dazzle Show and on Twitter uh, at Razzle Dazzle Show. There we go. And don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us, subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well. And we'll catch you on the next one. funny yeah, end no, card comments um, um we kind of gave all our funny end card comments honestly yeah. i'm all out of funny i hit my quota
I gotta really? go, guys. Yeah. Damn. I'm, just, this is, I'm gonna speak on monotone. Off to your for time loop cell that should yeah. keep you in. <laughs> yeah. You're in just a constant time loop until Fridays. We just deactivate it yeah. and run you out. I That's what we do, guys. It's ethical, I swear. My car and I just <laughs> get pruned. <laughs> <laughs> we go to the void until Friday at like 1:30 p.m. My hands tend to get pruned pretty often. I'm like, I am in the pool for too you, long. Oh, I was about to say, what are you doing? Yeah, hold on. Also, like, what happened to the TVA agents that they pruned during their fight scenes? Are they, like, they're in the void, oh, they're, void too? They're they got dead. a lieth, yeah. for sure. Well, okay. they're unnamed, so they're probably dead. So yeah. that's yeah. the way cinema works, dude. Yeah. 